0: Hello, this is the Rapid Review for the week to the 31st of March. The turn of the month is always a tricky time because uh, statisticians in Asia and Europe tend to release a mass of data all on the same day at the end of the month. So last week, uh, when I tracked 112 pieces of data, 54 of them arrived yesterday alone on Friday. What happens is you tend to look more closely at those rare bits of data that land early in the week and then get overwhelmed on Friday. That's hardly ideal from an analytical point of view. With that in mind, here are some general comments about a week in which the data was generally positive, 23% surprises versus 12% shocks. The first is that Asia's positive results, 22% surprises surprises versus 6% shocks, are being aided strongly by Chinese New Year landing this year in January rather than as usual in February. What this means is that data for January has tended to be weak and data for February to be strong. But even so, if we look at Hong Kong's February results, there is a remarkable rebound. Mortgage approvals were up 35.9% year-on-year and 4.1 standard deviations above trend. Retail sales are up 31.3% and one2 standard deviations above trend. And even though exports and imports are still negative in year-on-year terms, they were 4.1% and 43 standard deviations above trend, respectively. Now, what this tells me is that there's more than just the Chinese New Year impact going on. There's actually a real rebound. Second observation. Europe, which had 30% surprises and 21% shocks, showed a couple of things. Firstly, the surprises were concentrated quite a bit in a real retreat in inflation. This showed up in Eurozone CPI, Italy CPI, France PPI, Germany import prices. And that was responsible for a good helping of the surprises. But against that, there's a whole clutch of weak demand and supply signals that are generating the shocks. Third general observation, another feature of the week was surprisingly strong confidence indexes, six of them overall, four from Europe. The point about these is that all of them completed their surveys 80 to 85% before the combination of SVB and Credit Suisse problems had time to register. So uh, we shouldn't take them too seriously. Those are going to uh, reverse sharply next month. Also, a couple of specific observations. Firstly, Germany's terms of trade. In February, import prices fell 2.4% month-on-month and export prices fell only 0.2%. Result, terms of trade gained a further 2.2% month-on-month and were actually up, up that is, 3.2% year-on-year. Now, for the last three years, Germany's terms of trade have got an absolute hammering, uh, particularly uh, last year with Germany's Russia's supply being getting cut off. And this has led to a whole Germany is de-industrializing story. But the recovery in the terms of trade, which has been going on for the last four to five months, suggests that there's less to this story than meets the eye. Germany's terms of trade are now roughly where they were in 2011 and 2012, and I don't remember Germany being told it was de-industrializing then. So perhaps not now. And finally, the outstanding feature from earlier in the week was the weakness of European monetary and credit data. I wrote about this on Monday the 27th when Eurozone M3 contracted 0.1% month on month, credit contracted 0.2%, private sector credit contracted 0.1%. And again on Wednesday the 29th when UK M4 fell 0.2% month on month. Well, I've been warning that uh, we should be expecting credit to be contract uh, long before SVP and Credit Suisse ran into problems. But now they have run into problems, I'm sure everyone is expecting and should expect much more of the same to come. Okay, that's it for this week. I hope that you found the macro kernel useful and possibly even interesting. Bye.